0: two weeks i was traveling and i wanted to get together with louise and she had a cold and here she is miss louise back with how many days do you have today
1: i have 101 days
0: oh my gosh congratulations woo, 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 woo,
1: woo. that's amazing do you feel amazing i do i feel amazing
0: okay so i want to ask you first question that i wanted to ask you for one you with that did you do a 90 and 90 90 meetings in 90 days because I know that's a suggestion that people have sometimes.
1: No, I did, but I didn't. I, I have to say, there were days that I, I could not go to a meeting, so I doubled up on other days, and they say that's fine to do. So that's what I did.
0: And so now that you have over ninety days, what are you thinking about the meeting schedule? Do you think you'll still keep going every day, or what do you think?
1: Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I didn't. At ninety days, I didn't think, wow, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm done with the, you know, everyday meetings. I do try. I, I work full time and you know, between the kids schedules and sports, it's, it is hard, but I still make the time and I have no interest in, in changing it that much at all. Uh, It worked for me. I mean, it was a little bit of work to try to squeeze in a meeting every day, but, but you know, it, it obviously got me to 90 days.
0: And that's amazing. I think it's amazing. I think like just like, I think having one day is a big deal. In fact, I think it's a huge deal because a lot of people don't even get one day. They don't get one minute. They don't get one hour. So the fact that you have over 100 days is pretty amazing. And going to the meetings, how much have you enjoyed them or not enjoyed them? Because I know that maybe the time that you've tried this before, you didn't really enjoy them. And now what do you feel like?
1: Well, I, you know, I have my home group I love. So I that meeting is the one that I um i i love to go to and and i have a, a handful of other meetings that i go to on a regular basis one on sunday that i that i always go to and i i don't have you know i i don't necessarily have friends there that i keep in contact with outside of that meeting but it's you know they're all kind of different in their own good way their own special way so that that meeting is just a meeting that i happen to find Years ago, um, just because I, I I didn't have a meeting to go to, and I I looked it up online, and and I've been going ever since, except for when I was out drinking. But um, now that I am sober, uh, I I've gone back there, and and I love it. So I mean, I, I I have I have a handful of meetings that I go to on a regular basis, and and it works for me. And you're getting a lot out of
0: these meetings, aren't you? And I think you're learning more tools on how to deal with life's issues that come up, correct? I am. Big time, yeah. So let's say um, I know that, for instance, you had something come up this week that was wasn't a, a comfortable conversation you had to have with somebody that you really care about and but you had the conversation and you had a different reaction to the conversation and just to give the listeners a little background this is with somebody that she has an important relationship with and that you know it, it's a big it's a big it's really important to you in your life and this relationship there's certain issues that come up that are could bring up resentments of your past and could make you not feel good about yourself. That could also make you want to go out and, you know, say, screw it. I'm just going to pick up a drink. But instead you went and you had something important to get across to this person and you did it. And in a mature way that actually made you feel really good in the end. Am I paraphrasing too much or what do you think?
1: No, I think that I, I think that we or not, we, I shouldn't generalize that, but I, um, I, I'm quick to react, or I have been quick to react, and I think when we get in ourselves in a, a situation where something is uncomfortable, or we have a point to make that we don't necessarily think or know is going to um, how it's going to be received. I think it's. I think it creates a lot of anxiety. Anxiety, for me, creates reactions. Um, and uh, what I'm what I'm learning now, uh, is that I that I if I listen, if I take a deep breath, and I mean, truly, when I say take a deep breath, I mean, take a deep breath. And I I, I kind of pull myself in and, and really listen and not get so caught up in the uh, thinking too far ahead projecting as to how this is going to turn out, or, you know, I just, I'm present, I'm in the minute now. uh, And I never was. And that's
0: a huge gift. And 54 days to 100 days in that time span, do you feel like you're
1: getting more comfortable in your own skin in who you are? I do. Uh, there's no question about it. I, every day that is a gift to me with sobriety I, is another day that I continue to build on. Um, just, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, it's... it's um I am just able to,
0: um, you're able to just enjoy life and be able to like yourself and be able to take things as they come instead of being so, I feel like for me at least, um, you know, you look into the future and you get anxiety for what the future may be. And then you get depressed of what the past may be. Instead of being in those places of always looking back or always looking forward, you're being in the now and do you feel
1: that more from fifty four days to a hundred days I do um, I, I I definitely do and I think that's one of the things that that has changed for me probably one of the most important things that's changed for me because it does get me through the day I, I when I say I, I live one day at a time now I, I honestly do i I don't think about tomorrow um, I I don't really think about yesterday there's nothing I can do about it or thing, or change anything I'm just living in the present and it's giving me uh, such a peace of mind and um, I'm, I'm just I've never been happier and that's where the present. they uh, you know there's this
0: saying that goes around that says the pr- the present is where the present is right the gift of the present is where we find most joy and I think that when I can say, speak for myself. When I was drinking, I never could ever be in the moment. I'd always have to be like, what's going to happen five minutes from now, or God feeling the remorse, regret, bitterness, shame of yesterday. And so staying closer to a program and using the resources that are there gives us the joy, correct? And do you hear that in
1: meetings? I do. And I, you know, just going back just a little bit, I, I, the, you know, the, when people say you know it is what it is, and I I do often say that, you know I really mean it. It is what it is. I and I'm today. I'm sober, and I am um, I'm getting the most out of uh, out of my life, even even in a time where I have a lot of challenges, and there's there's a lot of things that are going on personally for me that that I can't even believe that I don't ever think. Uh, of drinking over because that's what I would have done you know medicate myself get myself out of the you know just out of the feelings of sadness or depression or frustration now I'm just you know I I'm I'm in it and I know that it, it it will work itself out the way it's supposed to
0: and drinking isn't an option. Even when you get into situations that, you, like social situations where people may be drinking around you and that feels uncomfortable, but you do something about it, correct? You don't just sit in the uncomfortableness. What do you do? What do you recommend to people that are listening that have 100 days of sobriety and they're invited to some function? And especially when you're caught off guard and you think that the function might not even have alcohol and then you get there and it, there is a lot of alcohol. What do you do? How did you get through it? And what do you what do you recommend for people that are listening that could be in the same place
1: well i would say don't go first if you don't know if if you're if if you know that there is going to be alcohol i would say don't go and i i used to always and you know i i don't know if i felt like i some type of hero that i would go or just people would look at me and say wow she's you know she's really strong and knowing that she can't drink and she's had to put herself in this in this situation i don't i don't want that anymore i don't want to i don't want to try to prove something the truth is it's not comfortable for me now i don't want to be around it i don't want to put myself in that situation if if i don't have to and there are situations there has been that you know I've gone to events that I didn't think there was drinking and there was and so you, you know I I I remove myself the I, I don't need the challenge of trying to get through it I I just if I can remove myself I will because when you were the, when you're there how do you feel cuz
0: I mean when you're around people that are just like drinking, 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 and especially us, we're moms, right? And so other moms, I know that when I was drinking, I, I literally had to take myself out of society as a whole because it was the only way I was going to be able to deal. And even if I was invited to mommy things, I was like, I can't, I mean, I know I did. I Gosh, I remember when I was first sober and I went to a John Mayer concert and I got in a limousine, which is so queer. I got into a limousine. And um, with these girls, oh my gosh, and everybody had all this vodka, and there was wine, and there was champagne, and I was newly sober, and I went, and oh my gosh, just that feeling. I mean, luckily, I got out of the car and went into the concert, and I actually listened to the music for the first time, which was kind of huge. But when everybody around you is drinking, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is just, n-. I mean, people get what? They get louder, they get more a little more <laughs> animated, they talk about things that might not be that important to us. What do you think? Yeah, I mean,
1: I was just recently in a situation and, and it, it, it you do feel like an outcast. You do. And I mean, so much of it could just be your own self, you know, telling yourself that or feeling like that. And it's not what anybody's necessarily doing to make you feel like that. Um, but it, you know, oftentimes alcohol uh, above anything else is where the focus is. And, you know, when you see somebody or meet somebody for the first time and you start talking and you realize you hit it off a bit. I mean, people aren't saying, well, let's get together and have tea or let's get together, you know, and have breakfast and uh, it's, let's get together for a drink. And that's 99% of the time is what people um, suggest. And that's what I did 99% of the time. But now not drinking, it is difficult um, but you just find your way, and it takes time. And I know that it's going to take time for me to be comfortable in those situations at some point. But for now, I'm just not. So I just remove myself, or I just don't go. And tell me this. Do you? How are you with
0: your anonymity? Do
1: you feel...
0: Like I know for myself, I, you know, I was in a store earlier today and I said, oh yeah, you know, I'm sober. So my husband's sober and I'm sober. So we don't drink and you know, that's not a part of our lives. But I know that that's where I am with my, like I tell everybody that I'm sober, but how do you, how do you deal with the anonymity piece that comes with being a member of, Alcoholics Anonymous and then when people do go out and say do you want to drink what how do you respond and how does that make you feel
1: well I I, this time since I got out of rehab I am completely 100% like comfortable with telling people that I am recovering that I'm an alcoholic Um, you know a couple weeks ago I was at a gas station in the morning and and there was, uh, I was getting coffee and there was a woman panicking because she had left her wallet at home. She was already an hour into her drive and was out of gas. And, um, she was, she was trying to use an app or something on her phone and nothing was working out. And so, um, I offered to pay for her gas. And one of the the, the very first things I said was I'm, you know, I'm recovering and I'm going to put in as much as I would spend in one day on wine. So don't feel bad. Like it's really not a lot and it's not, but you know, I had no problem telling her that I had no problem saying, you know, this is what I would have spent. You know, it's ridiculous when you start to add it up. It's a lot of money. Yeah. So, um, I put that money into her gas tank and, and felt good about it. And I, you know, I, whether it's a stranger or somebody, or, or not a stranger. I mean, I I just don't have a problem telling people now. I'm I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not, um. You know, I am I'm, I'm not ashamed, and I am, I'm proud to be sober. Yeah, and it's kind of huge
0: because you help somebody else by telling. I feel like, at least, I honestly feel like if I'm open with somebody, it helps them feel like, oh wow, like you're doing this. That's
1: really awesome, right? I mean, absolutely. And that's the beauty of AA because. You know, there's nothing better than hearing somebody that when you thought you had your own story that nobody else experienced and nobody else suffered with that nobody else, exper- you know, experienced that, that when you hear and that's the that's, that's what it's about, that you hear other people are in the same situation. So you walk out of a meeting and someone says, I can't believe, you know, when you spoke about this or that, that, you know, that was exactly what I went through. And, it, and it, you just everybody's helping each other.
0: It's amazing, and it doesn't
1: cost anything, which no, is also awesome. it it's
0: like amazing it's amazing, and I have to say that seeing you and obviously people can't see you because they can only hear your voice, but I can see a change there's a light that comes on. I can tell you that even the your mannerisms and the way you're sitting today is different from when you did at fifty four days and now being a hundred days there's a calmness that comes about. do you feel that
1: i do i feel i I feel very and I'll say it again I just feel very at peace I don't I I'm not anxious like I used to be you know it's certainly nice to wake up and not be hungover and it's nice to know what you said the night before and you start you know it takes a while but you start to um kind of get out of that whole mode of you know, asking people or saying a lot oftentimes, I would say, you know, you know, I don't know if I told you this, but and it was all because I don't, I didn't remember if I told you this, but you know, you say it in such a way that you kind of hope you get away with it. Um, but I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just happier now. I, I feel, I feel complete, and I can only imagine how much better it's going to keep getting. And you know, they say that it's. Beyond your wildest dreams and sobriety and I just always used to say, Oh God, you know, please <laughs> But I do believe that that I'm I'm getting there.
0: Yeah. It's amazing. And it, it truly is amazing because you never, I mean, I know that when I was drinking, that t- consumed our whole lives, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd make sure you had it before you went and did anything during the day and how you were going to manage it at night and do I have enough? And now that you're sober, for one, you were aware that somebody around you didn't have any money to pay for their gas. Mm-hmm. Like, would you have even noticed that before?
1: Probably not. Um... No, probably not. No.
0: So you're there to help other people too. Mm-hmm. And I believe we're all here to help everybody else get through this whole life that's not perfect. And Anybody who says it's perfect, I, I, I don't really believe that life can be perfect for anybody. Everybody's got their highs and their lows and nobody comes through this life unscathed. And that being said, being present for it makes it a lot easier, doesn't it? It does.
1: Um, it really does. And i I think that, you know, when you were talking about just the anonymity and, um, you know, that I, I actually do like to tell people I do want to tell my story and I think it is, uh, it is so helpful. And I, I just hope that in time, and I know it's what your, your mission is, is to, you know, take the stigma away from it so that people do feel more comfortable talking about it openly. And, you know, who knows, um, the, the girl that I paid the gas for, I mean, she, Maybe she's been wondering whether or not she has a problem, you know, and that. So it it just, you know, you you never know who you're going to help. You just don't.
0: And speaking of who you're going to help, I f- was kind of excited because I know that last night you did go through something that wasn't that much fun. Let's face it. And being sober, you can have fun. But you when you get into situations where you're caught off guard and there's a lot more drinking than you think there is going to be and you're like, oh, my gosh. But you went home and um, you got to talk to somebody that you love a lot. And she was really receptive and even told you, gosh, you're doing such a great job. I'd love for you to share that story. And I want you to also share. With us, How much more fun you're having with those people, like that person that you came home to last night, now that you're present, because you're there. And, you know, I believe that there's, like, there's such a thought, at least I had, when you were going to get sober that your life was going to be over and it was not going to be fun anymore. And your kids weren't going to like you anymore. It was just going to be, your life was just going to be kind of, like a very deep organ noise. Instead of like, woo! And high up and
1: fun. So, will you talk about those things? Yes. When I when I got home and I left my left a, a situation or an event that there was drinking, that I did feel uncomfortable at. I and I left and I got home and my daughter um, was there and she was watching television and you know I just had that little lump in my throat. I just felt kind of, I don't know. I I I just I was I felt sorry for myself felt like a loser that I wasn't drinking with everybody else. And I, you know, I just felt so removed. And so, um, I just felt bad. So when I came home, I told her that I was, uh, that there was, there was drinking and it was uncomfortable for me. And I just started crying and, um, I, I didn't want to, but then as I started crying, it kind of started to make me feel better. So, and her, her response to me was, I'm so proud that you left. I thought, wow, you know, how lucky am I to have, you know, an 11-year-old, soon to be 12, telling me that she's proud that I left a situation that that made me uncomfortable. Um, so, you know, how great is that?
0: And you had fun
1: after that. Like, you had fun with your daughter. You hung
0: out. Mm-hmm. Do you have fun with your kids
1: now that you're there and present? Like uh, All the time. And we have, we have such fun. And the truth was, I, I had fun with them when I was sober. That was the only time I had fun with them. When I was drinking and I was drunk, that that wasn't when my personality came through. I mean, that was just, it was awful. Um, so, you know, the, to think that you're not going to have fun once you get sober is... is
0: it's I mean, crazy. I
1: know people say it, but it is crazy because the, 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 I'm I'm only losing the part of me that was awful.
0: Yeah, I mean, what's left is good. It's amazing because what you have without the alcohol is where the it's uh, that's where all the uh, magic is, right? And you even went with ninety days of sobriety. You got in your car and you drove almost thirteen hours. I bet it was thirteen hours mm-hmm. with your two kids. And just went and had spring break, just the three of you. And how was that? Just being sober and being present with your kids and being in a different city. How did you do it? And what was it like? And if somebody was out there going, oh, my gosh, how could I ever do that? Newly sober, going on a vacation with my kids. Any points you would like to share with anybody there?
1: Um, no, I mean, it was great. It was it was a great time. I mean, I consider the the ride, the 13 hours there and back, um, was was really part of our vacation it you know it was just as much fun as it was once we got to where we were going Uh, we had such quality time there was no you know no, no phones and ipads and computers it was just us and and yeah I was present and 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 the memories that I have it's not foggy I was you know I didn't drink and we had nice meals and we went to bed at a a reasonable time and got up early and felt great. And it was just, it was a really, it was just a wonderful time. I wish I could say that for, you know, other pastimes, um, you know, other vacations where I did, I did drink. It's, yeah.
0: But it is what it is. And there's this promise that they have for people that are out there that are trying to use the 12 steps. There is a promise that comes after you do the ninth step, which is that you no longer wish, to, you will no longer regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. And I think that it all makes us who we are. It's the ingredients that put us who we are today. I don't think that, um, I, I, I don't think anything's done by mistaking God's world. In my opinion and you know all us alcoholics it's the fact that it's not um it's the journey i believe and it's the journey that you know we have to get to some point whatever that bottom may be and
1: your bottom was kind of low this time my bottom was really low um so low that you know i i worried that i was gonna die yeah Mine did and, uh, you know, and, and everybody's bottom is different. Some people don't really even believe in a bottom, but I mean, if there was a time when I, I had a choice, whether I wanted to live or die, that was it. And, uh, I came very close. Thank God. I, I, um, I'm here to say that, you know, I'm here to, to talk about it and, and help other people.
0: And that's what it's all about. This has been amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Elizabeth.
0: And I'm going to, can we talk again in another couple months?
1: Absolutely. 120. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. And um, everybody
0: out there who's listening, by the way, our friend down under, we haven't heard from you. How are you, Patrick? Down in New Zealand, we miss you. Write to us. And anybody out there who wants to ask me a question, Louise, a question, please reach out at busy, B I Z Z Y, at busylivingsober.com. And um, you can see our mocktails on there, too. And I promise to be back next week with another new podcast. And again, keep getting busy. Living sober.